Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Vineyard Virtual uh, and uh, Experience. We're glad that you're able to join us here uh, as we spend this time together. We're still sort of adjusting to the changes and, and what that looks like. Uh, I have uh, a few of the staff are here with me today so that I have a little kind of group as I go, which is very helpful. And um, we just finished a... Uh, an outreach, I'll talk about that more in a moment that we were doing here today. But we're going to continue on in a series today that we're calling LIGHT and what that looks like. Uh, and remember, that's an acronym um, that we're talking about. We're going to talk about loving and imploring and gathering virtually and helping and trusting. That's the acronym. It came out of Matthew 5, 14, 16. I just want to read it to you again. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. That's, that's the idea that we're sort of taking right now, that we want to make sure that we're being a light at this point in time. And so let me give you a quick sort of update on, on all of the, you know, the love, implore, gather, virtually help uh, and trust. But uh, I'm going to dig in more to love here in just a moment. With the idea of imploring, remember we've talked about that. That's all about praying with some urgency. And uh, I joined us, uh, I, I joined all the sort of the church up, if you would, to a thing that I found called uh, Unite714, uh, Unite714.com. And this is a prayer thing that's happening around the country, and they're encouraging people to pray every morning and evening at 714. And they, they're having a, a prayer all last week. It was the Lord's Prayer. They're going to probably change it for this week. Um, it's based on Second Chronicles 7.14, that if my people will get together and pray, that he'll heal the land. And so we're, I'm encouraging you to do that wherever you can. If, you, if you're available at 7.14 in the morning or the evening, take some time and pray together. And it's kind of neat to be knowing that we'll be praying with big groups of people um, at this period in time, in this point in time. So if you can get involved with that, do that. Unite714.com is their website. Uh, the, the, the gathering virtually, we're, we're doing um, a lot with that. I hope that you're connecting. A lot of the staff is shooting things on Facebook. We want you to feel encouraged. Um, we want you to stay connected. And that uh, even though that we're, you know, we're isolating, we're not supposed to get isolated. Uh, and so I want you to feel connected. We're going to continue bringing out more and more of those things and ideas as we can to help everybody staying connected. And so um, we'll be working on that. And, and uh, thank you for uh, taking time to join with those things and to, to be part of the Vineyard Virtual Family. That's what we're calling it now. I, and uh, so those things are happening in the process. All right. Uh, and then the help, the giveaways. Let me uh, let me tell you about the the giveaways we've been doing. We're we're sort of getting that kind of ramping up now. We just this is Saturday, so we just finished another giveaway where we gave away rice and pasta and toilet paper and paper towel, uh, and because those are things that are really still hard for people to find. And so we've been blessed in that we could go out and purchase those things in bulk, and now we're giving them away. And uh, we're, we're making an impact. And thank you for, uh, as, a, as a church, helping us to do those things and being a part of that. And, and uh, uh, just so you know that we're, we're continuing to press out into the community. And we're, we're going to keep doing Wednesdays and Saturday giveaways um, with those supplies. And then, uh, so, so this coming Wednesday, we'll do another uh, rice and pasta and toilet paper and paper towel giveaway. I'm hoping that um, as soon as the stores can catch up to their sort of backlog, then that won't be as necessary. But for now, a lot of people can't find those things. So we're, 
we're um, blessed that we can bridge that gap. And then uh, next Saturday, we're going to add a couple of new things. Uh, and so th- this we're looking forward to. We're going to put a prayer booth up in the corner uh, of, the, of the lot so you can drive through and get supplies. You'll be able to drive around then to the prayer um, tent and get prayer. You're not going to be able to get out of your cars. We're going to do it all safely at a distance, but we're going to do that. And we'll also start passing out portable communion um, uh, elements for you at those times uh, so that you can do that so that when we gather, those of you that are able, if you can't find you know, your own um, sort of bread and grape juice where you're at, we'll, we'll give you the portable kits to make that start happening. Also, next Saturday, we're going to introduce a new thing that we hope to do for a while. We're going to call it Hello Vineyard, uh, and, and hopefully they'll let me keep doing that, but somebody might get infringing on somebody's name. I don't know. But for now, Hello Vineyard, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away um, sort of meal kits that you can prepare at home. So I've uh, been working this week with um, Chef Matt, uh, and, and uh, he's from the southernmost beach cafe down in Key West. And we've been putting our heads together, and so we've come up with these ideas. And so this coming Saturday, if you, if you come to our drive through you can get whatever supplies we have. We'll also give you uh, the makings of a meal, and this, this Saturday should be a shepherd's pie. So we'll have packaged for you, uh, you know, ready to go, ground beef and the mashed potatoes and the, and the corn. You'll have to prepare all that yourself. But um, Chef Matt will shoot a video on how you put it together. And so you can follow along on the video. There'll be an instruction sheet. And uh, it'll be something that you can do as a family and, and kind of hang out. And we, we think it's going to be a, a sort of a, a fun thing to do and also a practical way to help people um, get some meals during this time. And, and we're hoping to do that for a little while every Saturday and Wednesday and, and again until things get turned around. So be looking for that this Saturday. We're very excited about that. And that's coming up. So those are just quickly sort of things that we've got going on um, here with you. Uh, bad jokes. I, I'm having trouble finding jokes. So last week I ordered a book about puns, but I didn't get it. Apparently the... Only jokes the CDC approves are inside jokes. I have a friend who told me that his wife believes she's a satellite radio. At first he thought she was kidding, but apparently she's serious. Uh... <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about love, but uh, to get us started, I want to invite my lovely bride up. Alice, would you please come? And would you uh, pray for us and lead us in the reading of the word? Thank you. First of all, I just want to say how much I miss everybody. I miss you all so much. I miss worshiping together and seeing you on Sunday, eating your breakfast and drinking your coffee. And I can't wait till we can all do that together again. But before I read the verse for today, let's pray. Father, we just thank you that you're with us through all of this, that you never leave us, you never forsake us. And Lord, I pray for anybody out there that's feeling alone or isolated, Lord, that this message, that this worship service would bless their hearts, that they would know people are praying for them and people care for them. Lord, we pray for those that are ill, that you would heal them quickly. Father, just come in like a flood and heal our land. Lord, heal everyone that needs it. We thank you that you're not a far away God. You are right with us every minute and every second. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So if we had a congregation here, I would say, would you please stand for the reading of the word? You can. There's a few people if you want. 
The verse today is out of Matthew chapter 22, and it starts at verse 27. And Jesus is answering a question asked to him by the, by the Pharisees. And he says, Jesus replies, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and all the prophets hang on these two commandments. Blessed be the word of God. You can be seated. I did it. I didn't do it. And we did that part right, too. Good. All right. So, uh... You know, we've talked about that passage many, many times. We've always, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about loving God all in and what that means, heart, mind, soul, and strength. But I want you to think about that with, with, uh, and this is how I've been thinking about it this week. You know, if we love God most, we will love others best. If we love God most, we will love others best. And, and if God is not the supreme love of our life, there, there's, there's no way that we'll truly love our neighbor as ourselves, because we end up loving ourselves supremely. And so we, we have to make sure that we're, we're doing this, first off, is loving God most in our lives. And, and the reason that, that we can love others best when we love God most is that love, in its, in its truest, purest form, only comes from God because God is love. In First John, which is, you know, all about love, it says this in verses 7 and 8, Dear friends... Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. So love, it's a, it's a fundamental part of his nature. And, and we're only able to love him or anyone else because he first loved us. It goes on in, in 1 John 4 and verse 19. says, we love because he first loved us. And so, so what happens is we're, we're only able to give freely to others what we have received, re, received freely from him. And that's the idea of, this, of loving him first, that he's made it possible. He loved us first, so we're to love him as the highest priority in our lives, as our supreme love. And, and when we love God most, we'll love others best. And I, I like thinking of that passage that way. So if we don't love him most, what's going to happen is we end up loving ourselves most. That's the second thing. And, and th- this is the, the worst place that we can be, is getting ourselves, as I've told you many, many times, in the center of the story. That's, what, that's, that's the issue. When we're loving ourselves most, we're the center of the story. It's revolving around us, and we're not meant to be that. He's the center of the story. We're meant to revolve around him. And so, um, but we, we are constantly dealing with that whole struggle. We're, we're constantly sort of moving in and out of that. In situations like this, it's, it's hard not to sort of keep putting ourselves back in the center of the story. And what does this mean to me? And how does this affect me? And, and, and we want to we wanna make sure if we get him at the center of the story, see, God's got this. God's in control. God's, God's got it. He's got us. And we can rest in that. And we can find peace and life in that. But... If we allow ourselves or anything else for that matter to become the, the supreme love in our lives, anything besides God, what happens is that love becomes distorted. Uh, it, it becomes, you know, 
diseased, if you, if you would. It, it devolves into something other than what it was intended to be. Uh, here's, a, here's a perfect verse that talks about that. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, uh, sh- uh, showing a, her having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. See, and un- unfortunately, we, we see that sort of thing happening in, in the world around us, and you can see what it leads to. It's, it's not hard to understand when, when God isn't the center of the story why there's so much confusion and conflict and heartbreak and brokenness in the world around us. So, so that's not how we're to do it, and yet that's what we need to be careful of uh, in our lives, that we're not allowing ourselves to be the most important thing, the center of the story, loving ourselves most. We have to love God most. Fortunately, Jesus models the way in this, and this is point number three. Um, the, 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 the greatest love ever shown. Think about it. Love himself stepped into our broken world to redeem us. Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Love stepped in to the world and made a way for us. And, and to give us new life. Ephesians 2. 4 and 5 says, but because of his great love for us, stepping into the world on our behalf, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It's by grace you've been saved. He, he's made a way possible for us to have a, a new life, a, a completely different life, a, a new way of living where we can love him supremely and then love others rightly the way he's loved us. And, and how has he loved us? He's loved us with the greatest love there is. John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for his friends. I've been um, watching, uh, you know, things happening around the world, watching the news. And one of the stories that keeps getting my attention is how uh, all over the country and all over the world, really, they're celebrating the healthcare workers at the change of shifts. And they just get out there and applaud them. And do you understand what they're applauding is that those healthcare workers are demonstrating this kind of love. And this kind of love, when you see this kind of love, it, it impacts you, it affects you, it can't help not. I, I go to tears when I, when I start watching it, what's happening, and I'm thinking they're, they're modeling that love of Jesus, a love that's, that's outside of themselves, a, a willingness to lay down their lives for their friends. How amazing is that love? And that's the love that he calls us all to. And, and so we, we, we need to be thinking of that on this journey, and I think it's so much better for us to keep ourselves out of the center of the story. In the midst of this situation, if you keep yourself in the center of the story, it's going to be a miserable place and time. You will be anxious and worried, and you won't be able to find rest and peace. But when you keep reminding yourself and keep knowing that you can love and trust God, and that He's faithful... And let him be the center of your story. That no matter what, he's got you. There is life for us to be had there. And, and this, this picture for us then of loving others, I think, see, it's, it reveals how we love God. It's, it's kind of an interesting 
sort of thing. It's, it can be very convicting to think about it. The Apostle John actually puts it very bluntly back in First uh, John chapter 4 when he says this, Whoever claims to love God and yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Our, our love for others is actually an indicator of the place that God holds in our own hearts. It's an indication of what that looks like. And so, you know, a question that I have is, is what place is God holding in your heart? If you're a follower of Jesus, I want to encourage you. Now is the time to press in even closer. This is a, you know, it's an unprecedented time. And I want to encourage you to just do everything you can to, to keep drawing closer to the Lord. You, you, you know, sometimes it's tempting when things are so hard. It's almost harder to concentrate or whatever. But get focused. Make sure you're taking that time in the morning to pray, to read your Bibles, to plug in, to check in, to, to connect with Him. Do that throughout the day. Find those times to connect in. As I said last week, when the stresses are picking up in your life, ask God to help that trigger you into some prayer time and into connecting with Him in a significant way. And, and so, if you're a follower of Jesus, press in. Let me say this. If you're not yet a follower of Jesus, today is the day. Now is the time. I've, I've been saying to my friends, I don't know how people are doing this without Jesus. And, and I don't want you to do another moment without Jesus at the center of your life. I, I, I want you to know Him and, and, and to love Him. And, and what you need to do is you need to just ask Him to be your Lord and Savior. You need to realize what He's done for you. The, I, I gave you some verses earlier in this thing about how Jesus has come that we might have life. That He willingly came. And, and, and He lived a perfect sinless life. That's how He did this for us. Which He then willingly went to the cross and gave on our behalf. He, he lived the life that none of us could. And, and He died there on the cross. And, and then He was buried and then He rose again. And as he did that, he made a way for all of us to be reconnected to God. That, that we can come and understand that and, and believe in our hearts what he's done and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord. And it says, we'll be saved. All these things we're talking about. We'll be connected to God, reconciled to God, back in relationship with him, living in this brand new way. And that's my prayer for everybody that's listening. If you are not following Jesus, if you're not connected to Jesus, I want you to be. And so you, you just have to sort of take in what I said, and then, you know, you, you just ask Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of your life. That's this whole deal. It's, 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 it's really like this. If you've never prayed a prayer like this, do it now. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll lead you through the prayer. Uh, Father, forgive me for all of my sin, my, my mess, my brokenness. And Jesus, who, who, who came, and lived and died and then defeated death and rose again for me. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and Savior. And, and if you prayed that, that's it. That starts you on this journey. That's where it all begins. Don't wait another day. Don't, don't wait a, a, another moment. Don't wait for a different time. Now is the time. Get connected to Jesus. Know Him. And, and then use this time to, to just know Him more and more and more. That's my heart for you. Listen, if you, if you prayed that prayer with me and you, and you meant that, look, let us know. We have a, a prayer request button all over the website. Go and hit it, hit prayer request, and just say, hey, I prayed that prayer with you today so that we can rejoice with you, so that we can celebrate with you. It, it touched off a party in heaven when you prayed that prayer, and, and we just want to celebrate with you. So if you can, I'd encourage you to do that. And listen, be, before I wrap it up here,
Last thing, as you're praying, and if you can, you know, the, the, you know, the 714 times in the morning and the night, whatever you do, but make sure you're praying uh, uh, for the sick. Please be praying for the healthcare workers. Please be praying for the first responders. Pray for the essential workers out there, the people that are staying in the grocery stores and the pharmacies and, and are making sure all those things happen and they're keeping the convenience stores open so that you can get gas and they're, they're showing up for work and they're, and they're taking those risks so that we can continue to press in and do what we're called to do. Pray for our, our local officials and our state officials and our federal officials. Pray for um, the world and for everything that's going on. Keep these things in prayer in a meaningful way and, and then just keep doing the next right thing that's what we need to do and, and know that we're in this with you that we're for you that we love you we'll, we'll keep putting stuff out there on the website we're doing our drive throughs now if you can come the giveaways we'll try and do them on Wednesdays and Saturdays from 9 to 11 and, and make sure you get all of that and I, I love all of you so much and may the Lord bless and keep you May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Go today in the peace, the power, and the love of God. God bless you all. And don't forget, if you can, please give digitally. And all those things are available on the website, if you can. If, I, I know some of you are in tough spots. But if you can, give. And we're going to keep going out and being generous and blessing people wherever we can. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. It'll probably be virtually, but we'll see you soon. Thanks for watching this broadcast from Keys Vineyard Community Church in Big Pine Key, Florida. Be sure to like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. For more information, log on to keysvineyard.com. We'll see you next time.